0: Hey, girlies. It's Kayla, and I am here with Kaylin this week. We have a special guest. She is from Two Without a Clue, and we're going to chat with her.
1: Hey, happy Tuesday. Hey.
0: You
1: know, my normal mantra, happy Friday, guys. And... <laughs> Let me bring it over.
0: So y'all record oh. Wednesdays, and then you drop yeah. on Fridays?
1: hmm And it's, like, easier for me because it gives me kind of a day where... Often, and I know that other podcasters can definitely relate. Like when you hear something, and it's like, ah, I actually didn't like that, and yeah. I'd like to re record. And so it gives us a little bit more time where if we're wanting to change it, or if it just didn't flow as organically as yeah. we wanted it to, do, it's like, all right, cool. Let's yeah. Chop it up and do it again.
0: I feel that. Um, are you like in ballpark life? Oh my God.
1: So. <laughs> it was new um funny kind of background story um I've known Kayla oh god how long have we known each other since middle school I want to say
0: yeah you are great ahead of me I'm pretty yeah sure.
1: I I've, I've always made a name for myself just being loud um uh, and so it's just worked out um and we've always kn- known each other, and um, I was excited to see her at the ball field, um, and it was new for me because Walker had signed up with his grandparents, uh, not last year, but the year before, mm-hmm. and they were there all the time, but I worked, so I didn't get to. Now that I'm not like actually at a corporate job, um, I'm there, and yeah. I'm exhausted um uh, what the hell? Like, you, <laughs> y'all live there? Um, yeah. Man, and you've got so I have two on two different teams, but you've got three on different teams.
0: Uh, no, just two. Finley's just like Finley's just there with her scooter. <laughs> <laughs> My God, she
1: has this Elsa scooter. And Walker like told me he was like, I really want a scooter. <laughs> No, you
0: don't. You no. How does you he don't. do like getting ready for games? Because Bo, like, he was pumped to play, like Chevy's Chevy's played since he was three years old. Like he's obsessed with sports, ball, like anything. Yeah. And so Bo played T ball or yeah, T ball in the fall for fall ball. And he was pumped for baseball. Like so excited. And now if you tell him he has a game, he cries. <laughs> First of all, like, he, he hates so it. Cute.
1: He like he's like, I don't want like oh my god yes um so Walker like he likes the attention he likes to get ready but if I tell him like oh well we don't have a game because it rained he's like yes yeah um oh okay um honestly I thought that he was gonna be difficult but Ezra is actually the one that's like he was so ready for it because he saw that you know Walker's getting this notoriety it's really cool yeah. okay um now he's like wow this is really hard do you mean that the kids are gonna throw the balls at me and I have to <laughs> have to catch and swing absolutely not um he loses his pants almost before every game and I I told him last week I was like bro I'm gonna be honest with you um I have had." over a hundred dollars you're going to every single game that they say we need to go to like we're getting every dollar's worth of that uniform I promise we are um and he's like enjoying it now um, yeah he struck out earlier um but the feedback that they gave them was like hey like you swung better you used better judgment and yeah. that's what he's learning so yeah I did not know that I was going to be so uh, loud um, as well. I, like, embarrassed myself. I have to, like, take a step back. And yeah. i like, okay, uh, Ezra's batting. Let me just record real quick. Or, Walker, <laughs>
0: fire, it's okay. Just swing. Like, um,
1: did not know that that was going to come over me the way it has. So. It's
0: I'm glad that – um, is it Ezra's first year? Yes. I'm glad that he got on, like, the team with Jake I'm really good friends with Brooke and Ronnie. He's just so nice.
1: Oh my gosh! I'm glad Um, that he. All of them have been really great. Um, Yeah. I was nervous because um, I just I don't do well in crowds. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, But now, like, if you had asked me five years ago, um, I would have been fine in a crowd and super confident. But now I'm like, oh my god, there are so many people. (laughs) You mean we have to drive there? Like what? Um and I I had a little bit of anxiety, but everyone's been so welcoming, um, and so cool. And it's been really fun to see people that like I yeah. grew up with or that we grew up with and I mean, yeah. their kids are playing. Um, I w we're getting old.
0: Yeah. I feel, I feel like I'm eighty in my back sometimes. Mm. <laughs> like,
1: preach preach and uh so how old were you when you first became a mom
0: um so I got pregnant at 20 and I had Chevy nine days after I turned 21 Aww. so I was like huge in the face huge everywhere pretty much on my 21st birthday not drinking for
1: sure (laughs) I remember telling my nana on prom night I was like I'm drinking for two my dad laughed so hard he was like yes but (laughs) I I just jokes are just my way of coping but um yeah I my 18th birthday I I remember holding Ethan while I was like blowing out my candles he's just a little bean so I I get it um and now you're a mom of four yeah what is that (laughs) like
0: hectic chaos (laughs) all the things
1: do you feel like it's easier to have friends that are moms, or do you feel like it's easier to have friends that aren't moms? Because I feel like if you get a, a not-mom friend, yeah, sometimes they're more energetic and easier to help you. They're like, oh, I got it.
0: So, Where, Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, just, like, cut you but, no, oh, I was going to say, I had a friend that wasn't a mom, but after my second kid, she kind of dipped out when I was pregnant with my third.
1: Okay. She's like, I can't do this, Kayla.
0: Like, I'm so sorry. And we had been friends since high school, so I was like, oh, okay. Like, but, yeah, like, after – I was pregnant with Finley, and we just stopped talking, and we really have not talked since. <laughs> like, but I understand, because I'm like – I'm like, I get it. Like, you know, my kids are a lot, so, like, I, I get it. I want to run away sometimes, too, so. Yeah, sorry. amen. Mm-hmm. If you can, you can. Um, I feel
1: like since – my friends have started having kids because you know i was one of the first <clears throat> it was hard to find like a way to
0: relate or yeah they would
1: ask me to go out and i'd be like guys like please i'm tired or they have one kid and it's like yeah i've got a whole gang of them every year like yeah. it's, it's not the same um, and now that they're like all adjusting, I've felt like it's easier to have mom friends. And yeah. I do have a couple of friends that don't have kids, but at the same time, it's just easier to relate. Cause I'm like, I gotta take my kid to the doctor for the third time this week because they're still coughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: same. like sorry yeah. I didn't text you back I was dealing with one having diarrhea one vomiting and then the other one complaining that they're hungry at the same time like sorry yeah. I didn't text you back to oh take- my
1: god <laughs> so earlier when I was making dinner I was helping Walker with his homework and it was the the ch the if sh- sound oh yeah for the beginning thing. so He's like, okay, but which one is it? And I'm trying to flip the grilled cheeses on the grill. I got eight of them going at the same time. Um, and I'm like, okay, so tell me what the picture is. And he was like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, dude, I'm like, please help me help you. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't figure it out if you don't tell me. And uh, <laughs> And like, I get it because we're constantly like, not only like are we balancing a ball life, we're trying to be our own individuals Mm -hmm. and then also like cater to our partners while finding time to wash our face twice a day. Um, (laughs) what is that? Um, didn't start doing that until this year. Um, and Walker's going to be seven. So
0: (laughs) we're here for the, um, for the glowy skin in 2023. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, please. Please. If it wasn't for my Vivance, I wouldn't be drinking as much water as I am. So, thank
0: you. What God. is it?
1: <laughs> it's a- Bivance, so I have ADHD uh-huh. and I recently just started uh consistently taking medicine because I was afraid that um if I took it for too long that I would like be an addict. So I'd be like trying to buy pills from people. So I was like, Oh no, I don't want to take it. and I realized okay, like you have ADHD, like you specifically need this yeah. if you're ever going to get something done. <laughs> but it mm-hmm. makes you so thirsty I've never oh yeah I drink a gallon at least of water a day just trying to keep up so I don't get dry mouth.
0: okay so do you always like pee a lot or is that just like the first like does that end or not not even a question you don't even have to finish that like the second I feel like I have to
1: pee like it's like the scene from White Chicks. So I'm like, move, bitch. like I'm literally like hitting people to get them out of the way. Yeah. If
0: I don't, like, <clears throat> I'm
1: gonna pee on myself. And it's not like I didn't have a traditional vaginal delivery. Uh mm-hmm. I had three C sections. So okay. it's not well, like I can even use that as an excuse of like I oh, there's so much trauma. <laughs> no. There no, there wasn't. They literally set it aside yeah. to get them out. So, you know, she was catered to. Um yeah. so yeah, it's <laughs> it's the water. It's the water.
0: <laughs> she was catered too. I've never yeah. thought about it like that, but yeah. I much. mean
1: for sure, there was like of course them growing and putting mm-hmm. pressure on it but um in research so um as Kayla mentioned um I have a podcast as well with uh Kelsey Coker we host two without a clue and we kind of talk about um health things that go along with the joys of motherhood parenthood all of that and something that I learned is like your literal uterine wall well, as you have children, it weakens. So holding up your bladder, that becomes lower. So that's why your sense of urgency to have to go to the bathroom after having kids is so great because it's pushing down your uterus. After so many kids, you have to have a bladder sling.
0: Oh gosh. Well, Isn't I'm done. Like I'm done with. Like I'm done having kids. I was telling someone tonight. I was like, they're like, are y'all done, or do you need a couple more? I was like, no, I have my tubes clamped, but also, like, Shane's in line for a vasectomy. Like, he's, he needs to get that like, done. Like, out the door. Like, like we're, we're doubling up here.
1: <laughs> oh, God. You know, I, To more power to each and every person who has as many kids as they want. For me, personally, once I had Walker, I was like, okay, so you're tying those, right? Like, this is <laughs> done. We're done. Um,
0: I didn't, um... My doctor had gotten COVID like the very end of my pregnancy. So you have to sign now, like the 10 care form or whatever, because I have 10 care. Um, You have to sign the form for them to clamp your tubes or whatever 30 days before your C-section. And my damn doctor got COVID. And then when I was going every two weeks and then he was still recovering. And so I literally didn't see him for like the last three appointments and I never signed it. And so I had to go back. I had him in January. He had to go back to the hospital oh, in April to have my tubes no, clamped separately. No. They yeah. couldn't do it, then. I was like, I give you full permission. Like, it's fine. And he was like, no, Please. we have to be able to file with insurance. And, like, they won't pay for it if the this form isn't signed. And I was like, can you not, like, backdate it? Like, it's fine. I'm good. Like, I won't
1: tell. I promise. <laughs> like, I told like, you this
0: when I first came in here for this pregnancy, that I did not want any more kids. I was done.
1: <laughs> they, so, uh it's like kind of sad, but like I'm, I'm thankful we miscarried twice before Walker. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like very traumatic. I was, um, I was early on the first time and the second time I was, uh, 14 weeks. So it was Mm -hmm. like, it was very vivid. Yeah, And, um, when we got pregnant with Walker, um, I was high risk up until about I want to say at 28 weeks, they released me. um, And then that's when I was like, okay, like, I need to get my tubes tied. And that was like one of the worst conversations that they had with me is that they were like, okay, listen, you're going to sign this form. At any point, you can back out. But what if something happens to your baby? And, like, they were, like, giving me this speech. And I was like... I literally just went through this already, like, please, like, I can't, like, no, yeah. and like, I just, I was like, I will never go through this loss again, no, 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 can't replace it, absolutely not, go ahead, did they give you that talk?
0: No. <laughs>
1: but no. You're like, I think, I think by the fourth one, you're like, oh, I was okay. like,
0: no, but he, my doctor was more like, hey, you've had four C-sections, like, you can't have any more, like, your, yeah. like, your scar tissue, like, your stomach is mm-hmm. just gonna, like, bust open if you have any more kids, and I'm like, okay, like, I don't, I love my kids with everything in me, but, like, them last two were surprises anyway, like, yeah, absolutely, like, like I, <laughs> I promise you I am done, <laughs> what's the plan, you know, yeah, we
1: were actually talking about that earlier, um, all the, moms of uh there is a guy at the ball field who him and his wife had a surprise baby and they didn't even know she was pregnant and i was like honestly like that's the way to do it because the shock and the devastation that yeah. i felt during every time i thought i was pregnant like i'm so grateful for them now don't get me wrong but i was like
0: <laughs> were any of yours planned no not...
1: absolutely no Walker was that's why yeah. um we worked really hard for Walker yeah. we were bound and determined um I was on some medication because I was like having all of these cysts form um but Ethan and Ezra absolutely not um I was on birth control with Ethan and um I also got strep throat, uh, I got <laughs> super duper sick and, uh, was taking antibiotics and all this stuff at the same time. Also, um, I'm sure I wasn't taking it every single day on the dot. I'm sure I was like, w- one day I would be like, oops, forgot to tell you, I'll take two. We're good. Yeah. Um, so he, he showed up and, um, with Ezra, you know, it's kind of funny, um, David told me I was pregnant like it was really weird it was Ethan's first birthday um and he was like you're pregnant and I was not even showing signs I was like no I'm not sure enough uh, I was eight days pregnant and I had a positive pregnancy test oh my and, and um same with Walker I don't know like I took the pregnancy test on Valentine's Day and I was just like I don't think I'm pregnant but who knows Took it and it was so positive. I was like, (gasps) I was in shock. I called Daniel. I was like, I'm pregnant. And he goes, Okay, cool. Well, I'll see you when I get home. Um, (laughs) He was at work. He was just like, Okay, like it's Valentine's Day weekend. Um, And it was just insane. So um, I'm so thankful for how it all happened because they came at such good times, each and every. And I'm sure you can attest, each -hmm. and every one of them have a different personality.
0: Yes, Chevy is very much, like, cool, like, sports kid, like, (laughs) very much, like, just athletic wear all the time, and Bo's, like, like, Bo found these sandals from Target that he wanted to wear a few weeks ago, and it was freezing outside, and he was like, it's fine, I'll just wear socks, so he wore, like, jeans, probably, like, this oversized Mario shirt, and then socks, and these green and orange camo Slip on sandals. <laughs> <Just cool. laughs> and like, I was telling someone this earlier, they were like, how different are your kids? And I was like, well, you know, Chevy's like the sports kid. Bo very much cries when there's a baseball game, practice, anything. He does not want to go. And like, Bo asked for a volcano from Santa last year. Like he, yeah, like <laughs> he very much is like the science, like kid and Finley. Yes. I don't know. Finley's like all girl and she's not me. Like she wore high heels to the ballpark tonight. And I don't oh my know where God, she got that from. The other
1: night in her Elsa dress, I was, like, coming
0: out with the steppers, Finley. Okay. I know. She's tonight, so fun. Tonight, she was like, oh, my gosh, I got dirt in my high heel. And I was like, well, Finley, you are at a baseball park. And, like, I told you not to wear them. And she was like, she was like, I don't care. This is, it's a lifestyle. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah. Um, Ethan is my sweet loving Bill Nye science guy, just mm-hmm. Dapper. Um, Ezra is my sports rumble tumble will knock you out if you look <laughs> at me wrong. And Walker is just my I'm I'm here and I'm so great and you're all wonderful. Like he's just, he's yeah. just a part of and he just enjoys every bit of it. It's yeah. so cool. Um and I love that each one of them is definitely a reflection mm-hmm. of a time of my life when I had them. Like yeah. I was in a very um I was in school and I was pregnant with Ethan and with Ezra, I was in a very like we were so broke, David and I. We were living at Single Place apartments. Uh-huh. Uh, it's all rough. it was insane. Um uh we were paycheck to paycheck, one mm-hmm bounce rent check behind and it was like oh my god um and it was a very tough part of my life and then when walker was born i was just in a bearing and just whatever happens happens so yeah. it's so fun to mm-hmm. see that they're like in that element
0: yeah weird
1: mm-hmm. so w- what year did you graduate
0: 2012
1: okay but w- i'm pretty sure we're the same age
0: so I'll be 20. I started school early. Like, I started school when I was four. So I think I really should Same. be the grade below me. Oh, did you? Yes. So I'll be 29 in September. Yes.
1: I'll be, school... I'll be 30 this year. Okay. So we're right like, of you. Yeah. How funny.
0: That is really funny because all the kids, all the kids, all the people in my grade, like, mostly are turning 30 this year or yes. like end of the year, beginning next year. And I won't be 30 till next September. <laughs>
1: So you're a September baby, too. I'm September
0: yeah. 24th. I'm the 12th. Are so you a Virgo? Are you,
1: no, I'm a Libra.
0: Oh, I'm a Virgo. That's
1: why we mesh so well, because <laughs> Kelsey is a Virgo rising. She'll tell you all about that.
0: Okay, she, so I need to know more. So we had talked about before. Um, well, we hadn't really, like, talked about it, but I was kind of interested. How do you feel about, like, mediums? Okay,
1: yes. I want to tell you. So many people have said that, like, it's not of God. I have been on this spiritual journey. I've kind of shared with mm-hmm. you personally. Um, in my sobriety, I've gotten really spiritual, as I've shared a little bit. Um, check out Two Without a Clues episodes. Um, I've shared that I was an alcoholic for a while, and um, I had I had a really traumatic experience where I almost died. Um, uh, and it was my fault and I had an epiphany. So I started researching and that was something that irritated me because people would tell me that they would hear David's presence all the time. For those of you who don't know, David, uh, was my first husband who's my high school sweetheart. Um, and he passed away in a car accident, um, four years ago this summer. Mm. And, um, it has been a journey since then as well. Uh, people would tell me that they would feel David's presence all the time. And that was so irritating to me because I would be like, okay, well, I've never, no one's ever approached me. You're like, why I'm would there-
0: he never like come to me kind of thing?
1: Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Because first of all, if, if anything, I have a bone to pick. Like yeah. we need to have a conversation. Uh, <laughs> no way. Um, and so then However, I see these experiences, and I've had experiences myself where, like, I've had a dream that was, like, so real that when I would tell someone about it, and I'd be like, this happened, and they'd be like, oh, my God, so what you're saying happened to me.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: And I'm like, no freaking way. Um. And my friend Lauren can tell you I dreamt her graduating valedictorian, Um. and at the time, she was a tattoo artist. And she was like, "I'm not doing anything." A year later, she enrolled in Mortuary Science School, and she was the valedictorian of her class. Did she Um,
0: work at Sandman's? Yes. Did she have pink hair? Yes. Okay, I know exactly. No, I'm
1: sorry. Very vibrant red hair. Okay, so
0: yes, I'm like picturing in my head. Okay. (coughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, she did the watercolor. She did this on me. Um, it's a Beauty and the Beast tattoo. She uh is an incredible artist but uh she just found like her calling was to serve in a deeper way Mm -hmm. so when she started doing mortuary science so she's a mortician um she embalms does funerals all that um and she is just amazing she actually took care of david for me and she knew him so it it just worked out really well and we kind of became soul sisters um but to circle back to the medium thing I see people have experiences that are so true and just so in it that it's like okay but I don't know about seeking it out that's the only thing yeah. I feel like if you're led to give a message absolutely give one but when you're like calling upon it you may you know and a lot of people have it, mixed motions. They're like, yeah, it's not really opening a door. But I think of, you know, back in the day when you really study it, witchcraft yeah. and Christianity are not too yeah. far fetched from h- history. And yeah. necromancy was such a big thing that everyone always talked about. It's like, you can't do that because it's this. It's yeah. romanticizing the dead. There's nothing romantic yeah. about it. It's just very matter of fact. And, if there's not a message to be given, then you know don't seek. However, if yeah. there's a message that is needed absolutely.
0: Yeah, I always um felt that way too. Like, uh, or I've all I don't know. I didn't grow up like in church. Like we grew up like, you know, we believed in God. We prayed about things. We blessed our food. But like we weren't like every single Sunday church goers or Wednesday night. You know whatever. And um, but I've always heard that it's like very like devilish to yeah. uh, go to like fortune tellers, mediums, anything like that. And I'm I don't even know if I'm like intrigued in a way to like have someone tell me a reading, but like I've seen people that like, you know that they like claim to be mediums, yeah. but they also pray and stuff, so I'm like I would love to like pick someone's brain that is a medium and be like, okay, like like not like I am very big on like knowledge like inform me I don't want to bash you if I if I don't understand like please yeah like please inform me so I'm like I want to pick people's brain I'm like how how do you pray to God but then also claim to be a medium
1: yeah
0: like how how does that work but I'm like like but I don't know a lot about um what is it like I don't know, like Virgos and what do you, what do you call it? My mind just went blank. Astrology. Yes. Astrology. <laughs> My so mind just went completely blank. I would, I'm um, gonna,
1: I'm going to tell you how I perceive it is like, so a lot of people perceive the Bible and Christianity is that your destiny is already pre-written. Yeah. It says it all the time. God formed you in the womb. He knows every hair on your head. Yes. Uh, what's really cool about astrology and I have learned this along the way from other people and doing research is that you can have your birth chart read and it tells you everything. From yes. the time you're born to all this, and I, I paid to have my mom's birth chart read. And, you know, I remember them telling me that there was going to be a, a great abrupt tragedy but the the life had already ended and it was like a whole thing and I was like oh cool so like it just knew that like my mom had died yeah um and I feel like God is humorous so he's written everything in the stars for us he's just waiting for us to figure it out yeah and it kind of goes along with the medium is we have no idea of what happens like yeah sure there are curly gates and emeralds and all of that but it's the same thing that, that the church deems a part of witchcraft that we can't really use and unlock to what yeah. like, was a part of that and yeah. there's so much more for us to learn and like the way that I perceive it is like as long as the root comes back to like your truth and that you feel confident that you're like hey like I'm living the life that like I'm called to that sometimes like that is giving affirming messages beyond like what our comprehension can even be. And that's just the way that I try to view it. But for a long time, I remember everyone would be like, you like Long Island medium. Oh my God, that's satanic mess. No wonder you got pregnant at 16. This is it. (laughs) Like, you know, you know how the church is. and um, And like being able to have that type of awareness of like, there are so many similarities and so many things that we have wanted to n- keep separate like we mm. are so big on separation and so big on your way is your way and da 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 like all of these connect in such a way that is so unique that to research it and study it just really opens you up to like wow like this is new this is different this is bigger than what i even yeah can comprehend
0: so I know that I'm a Virgo and like in high school, I would have like the little astrology apps for like, you read your daily yes. reading or whatever it is. And, um, but I'm like, I don't like, what is like a, a, like I've heard people say like a rising this or like a moon this, like, what is all that?
1: So, so Kelsey had to break that down for me. Cause that's <laughs> something that I, I was like, you're a, a house of who I thought she was talking about, um harry potter for the longest time i was like <laughs> all right cool because i was, I was it's so American.
0: you're like that's what's up
1: uh, I, I, mean, I was like i love it um, i'm pretty sure i'm a gryffindor but i don't know like she was like, she was, like that was awesome a slytherin maybe um in the third house i don't know but so basically it's where your stars align in the time that you were born that align with your personality so I'm a Libra I'm very into balance I'm very into like wanting to grasp more but I'm just on the I'm very on the cusp of the birth date for Libra so I have a lot of Virgo tendencies like yeah craving for knowledge creativity um and just being very open but also that justice side like pops into me where I'm like hey while I'm while I'm here and I'm learning about this let me tell you that you're valid (laughs) and like ensuring that everything is equal um and when you I had to Oh my god! I had to write it all down, and once I did and got it all together, I was like, "All right, this makes sense." So I'll have to get a website or get the website from Kelsey and send it to you. Yeah. Um. And then we'll have to compare <laughs> charts because she is all about it. She knows her and hers is so spot on, and it's yeah. so funny. I'm like, okay, all right, spicy. I'll see ya. <laughs> and and like you're I can tell that you're a main like you're very laid back you're very like ah, oh, hey like and it just comes n- natural to you to have yeah. a connection and that's something that like a lot of burgers have too
0: yeah um I was gonna ask you so were you diagnosed with ADHD like as a kid yes you were yes so um i oh, sorry go ahead
1: the first time mm. I was diagnosed, I was in the first grade, and that was when Ritalin was super big. Um, my mom was in, I want to say she was an anti-vaxxer because I didn't get all my vaccines until mm. after she died. Um, and my Nana was like, what? <laughs> um, it, it was lovely. So um, I noticed me with ADHD, I talked all the time. It never stopped. And I always talk about things that were of interest to me. Um, so Ritalin came out and it just didn't work well for me. I was like seeing the kid um, and I've been trying different medications since I was about 12 um, and then I was unmedicated until last year.
0: Yeah. So, do you do good, like, off medication?
1: No. I, when I, (laughs) absolutely not. Uh, And it is, it's so hard, because, like, for a long time, like, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't really move and do a lot, because I was so overwhelmed by everything that was going on, and that Uh was on my plate. Like, I worked a full-time job, and then I owned the catering business and did all of that. And then, on top of that, I was, um still trying to do photo shoots and keep that up. No, it just wasn't a thing. Now that I realized that it was me taking too much on and the fact that I couldn't like compartmentalize my thoughts just to even get started. Like like, I would be like, oh, well, I have to do this, but in order for me to do this, I have to do that first. And then if I do that, I'm going to have to. And then it would just spiral into never getting anything done, to now where, like, I work with a life coach, um, I plan out my days, um, like, all the time, I Mm -hmm. have, I have an itinerary, I have to, because if I don't, like,
0: yeah, Shane has, um, he has ADHD, and he has, since he was a kid, he got diagnosed as a kid, but I'm like, for me, like, I was never diagnosed or anything like that, and I, I, sorry, um, (laughs) Oh, you're fine. <laughs> like, I've got, like, hiccups or something. Girl, it
1: comes me burping <laughs> into the mic. like, oh, that was a good one,
0: guys. Like, <laughs> I'm also, like, I told you earlier, like, I'm getting over strep. And, I like, they were like, it is so rare for adults to get strep. But I'm like, of course. Like, I get strep. <laughs> you,
1: you're never going to believe this. Um, two months ago, I had to cancel a full weekend of events because I got COVID and strep at the same time I oh was in the gosh. ER. my I was like I'm dying like you can't tell me or I'm sorry no flu and strep not COVID and strep I had the flu and strep at the same time.
0: Um, Last week my throat was hurting so bad and I was like it's gotta be like I didn't didn't have a fever had no other symptoms it was just my throat and I was like I looked in my throat didn't see anything like it looked swollen or red or whatever but I was like it's gotta be this just like ballpark nights it's hot during the day yes. it's down to like 40 and 50 at night I'm in a sweatshirt and shorts at the ballpark and finally um I guess Friday morning I, um I woke up and I was like Shane like my throat feels so swollen yep. and so I just took myself to the ER because we don't I don't have like a regular doctor in fast pace in Ashland City last time I went <laughs> there they were like so what do you think is wrong and I was like I don't know that's why I'm here
1: I couldn't get seen the last time I was sick at the fast pace. People show
0: up and, like, wrap a line around the building before yes. they even open.
1: The one, go to Pleasant View. There is a new clinic from Vanderbilt in oh. Pleasant View. They do take all kinds of insurance. You yeah. have to put the kind that you have and everything.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and they'll look it up. That was who I got the positive flu and strep. Cause I told him I was like, yeah, my son has it. I don't know. And it came back like, negative at first. And when I opened my mouth, they're like, no, ma'am, that's strep. We're gonna rerun this again. You go home. They called me. They're like, yeah, it's uh, strep and blue. Um, it's like, no, no freaking way. Um,
0: I was honestly really surprised though with the like emergency room I went through when I was pregnant. Um, I was pregnant with Dak, I guess, the year before last, and. I had um, kidney stones. If I ever drink like when I was pregnant, I craved Dr. Pepper. Instant kidney stone. Like if yes. I drink cokes, like I'm a juice and water, sweet girly. tea girly. Like don't give me no carbonation because as soon no, as man. I get some carbonation in me, kidney stone. <laughs>
1: like, oh my god! Yes. I'm Boy. like I don't know what it is. The Ashland City up here has definitely
0: improved. Yeah, I've had they were quick
1: several years I've had much better experience because my kids have been in the ER so much more yeah and they're about it they're like okay we're gonna do this this and this and just like very just very very nice yeah. I, I definitely appreciate that for sure
0: so if y'all hear me sniffling and coughing it's me getting over strep throat still.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I don't even know what you're talking about
1: um, we were talking about Shane having ADHD. Okay, yes. So, <laughs> like so yeah.
0: Um, I, when I tell you the meds work, so, girl, they work. Um, but I've, like, looked into it because I'm the same way as far as, like, tasks, And I don't know, like, I'm not saying I have ADHD but, or if I'm just, like, very overwhelmed looking at my house sometimes and being like, what do I do first? But when I tell you, I will... My laundry room is off my kitchen, so, like, I'll pull laundry out of the dryer, and before I go to put the laundry from the washer in the dryer, I see the dishes, and I'm like, oh, I got to do that, so I do that, I do that, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm here, I might as well sweep them up, start sweeping and mopping, and I'm like, crap, I never sw- 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 switched, I don't say swap yeah. or switch, um, I never swapped the laundry over, so go do that, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go get the clothes from the bathroom, put in the washer, go to the bathroom, oh, gosh, these toilets need to be cleaned. So start cleaning the bathroom and like, oh, the clothes. And it's like, so I listened to another podcast that I listened to and she, um, they were saying that they started doing like this one hour rule, like set your, set your alarm for one hour and like start in the bathroom and try like very hard to like get the one, like get one task at a time done, but get pretty much whatever you can done in that hour, but try to stay on task with like, that way you're actually getting rooms done versus like, you know, like stuff that you really won't notice once you look back and you're like, oh, shit, I still have all this other stuff to do. I did move the clothes over, but you can't even see the laundry room, so. Do you also find
1: yourself giving increments of time? So, like, for example... Ball starts at six, so you're like, all right. If I do dinner by four, I should be done by four thirty, and then if I get them dressed and I leave by this time, I'll get here at this time. Do you ever think like that? Yes. So that is also a telltale factor of ADD. um So what and- is the?
0: This is maybe like a very like dumb question. I'm just like not educated. Oh, no. I guess. What's the difference between ADD and ADHD?
1: So ADD, well, to be honest, I don't know because it's like, the only comparison I have is like, it's kind of like autism and Mm. we've been diagnosed level one autistics over here. We go autistic, love it. Um, But um, so really it's the hyperactivity that like can come with it. So for me, I've always been a very hyper person. Like, as you know, I'm very like, Ah, all the time. Um, and that is what kind of comes with it. If you're not like a hyper person or, you know, have like the, when you're in those moments and like, for those listening, I did like kind of an overwhelmed pantomime. Um, but like, if you're not in a state of like hyperactivity mm-hmm. in times like that, can be a key factor or a key difference. Uh, but your brain is still in that same spectrum. So yeah. for me, like I I shake my leg often, or
0: I Shane does that tap a lot, so
1: much. Yes, like I'm I'm oh I'm a tapper.
0: We'll be or in church until I- he'll start shaking his leg and the whole pew is moving and I'm like yeah, head. and I'll just like. It's almost like as soon as I, like, put my hand on his knee, he stops. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's, like, if he's, like, okay, fine. Or if it, he's it, probably, it's like, she's going to smack me. Yeah, I'm, like, she's probably going to yeah. smack me if I don't stop.
1: That was my whole life. Like, I could never sit still. Never. Um, Tasks are very difficult for me to complete because it's. It, really if it's not like stimulating me in yes. the way that I think that it should I'm like I have to move on I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. um or if it's not going in the way in the time that I wanted to like I get overwhelmed I'm like oh yeah. my god oh so much how much time
0: are we in now uh this says 41 minutes
1: oh my god see you were gonna <laughs> do something quick and you're like I don't know what I'm gonna do now look at us oh my gosh
0: um, but okay. I have, I've read that, like, it's a lot harder to diagnose women than it is men. Yes. And so I'm like, which I don't think I ever, but I feel like a lot of women also brush it off as like, oh, I'm a mom. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, no, cause Shane, like he stresses, he doesn't stress to me, but like, I don't know, like he has a hard time completing tasks and like, and I'm like, hey, it's just like a man thing probably. And then he'll be like, no, like I have ADHD. Like I'm like, I'm trying but I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like I have that excuse, not excuse, but like, I can't say that. But then I'm like, well, I've never been diagnosed. Like, what if I do, like, we have a lot of the same tendencies other than like, he shakes his leg or he can look at a fan and just like, watch it go round and round. And I'm like, what are you doing? I don't do things like that, but like the whole task thing or just like getting overwhelmed, like I'll look at my house. And if I, if I do 50 small things, but it doesn't compare to the laundry or the vacuuming or the stuff that you do see, I'm like, I quit. Beautiful like, I'm problem. I'm gonna go in my yeah. room. I'm gonna get under the blankets. Turn the lights off because I'm just just don't even look at me if no, all this isn't done. <laughs>
1: yeah, thing. it's a lot. Um, definitely talk to your doctor about it. And you're 100 percent right. And the reason why it is harder is because our medical textbooks and psychology is based on the mindset of cis white men. Mm-hmm. And I say that like very specifically because. You know those studies are based on societal standards of women and have been passed down. You know quite a bit. We actually didn't learn a lot about women's health um, until the slave trade, uh, because doctors performed experiments on African American women. That's where we learned about all of our reproductive health is like specifically from that era. Yeah. So like for us, we're still in modern day society still trying to figure out how, but it has come a long way. Um, I had an easier time now than I did about six years ago. when I first started uh, like exploring, getting back on meds. um, Everybody was like, okay, well you just had a baby. Like you just had a baby, like chill. I, you know, of course you have mommy brain, mommy brain. And I was like, if I hear mommy brain one more effing time, like, I'm going to lose it. And I realized it's not mommy brain. I have ADHD. And now that I'm able to follow through with and, like, not get in my own way, like, my possibilities have been endless. Like, you know, starting this podcast was one of the biggest things. Yeah. Starting this is, we have three now. Like, it's huge. Like... I was not able to do that and run my business effectively without being on my shit and being diagnosed because it was just too much.
0: Yeah. What made you want to get off your medicine?
1: Um, I got scared that I would become an addict. Oh, that's Um, what you said earlier. Gosh. No, no. You're good. I just (laughs) got like... So... Um, uh, a rumor came out about me, um, after David passed away that like I was on pills and when I was prescribed medication for my PTSD and all of that after I literally was scared to take it because I was scared that people were going to think like, Oh my God, she's on pills. Yeah. Um, now I'm like, I'll see you at the pharmacy, babe <laughs> on the 15th. <laughs> hey, you know, because at the end of the day, like this is a legitimate problem that has to be destigmatized, yeah, uh, of course, there are people who are gonna abuse it, but you can't lump some everyone into the same category, and that's what I was yeah. doing based on you know what I've grown up in, what I've seen, and living in a small town, so I wouldn't take it for a long time, and now going not catch me without it. If I'm just staring off into space where we're really quiet, that means I'm going over all my to-do list for the day. And then I snap back and I'm like, yep, that's what we were talking about. Got it. I'm here, you know? And it's, yeah, it, it's been helpful for sure.
0: Did your, um, did your life coach like, or does she like have you write your itinerary and stuff out or is that something that you do yourself?
1: So what's really cool about, having a life coach is that I, I kind of created what I wanted to be. There's no really, um, shut out plan. Basically it started as like, what do I envision for my life? And if any of you are interested, check out Ashton with Onward Progression. She is phenomenal. Um, when I first started this journey, it was like right when COVID hit, um, I was putting myself last and I was about 70 pounds heavier um I was afraid to leave my house um I didn't like how I looked and she just asked me like what I envisioned for my life and I was like confidence organization um spending time with my kids and having like quality time but because I I felt like I was yelling all the time like it's never fun like we're just watching tv or I'm breaking up a fight or cleaning something and I just I want to like, be excited to go do things, and yeah. I dread it. Like, And I'm sure you get that. I You'll yeah. never catch me in a restaurant with kids. Uh-uh. No, no, ma'am. <laughs> uh, um, But that was me three years ago. Now I'm excited to go out to eat. I deal with whatever comes. And, you know, a part of that was organizing my day-to-day. What does my day-to-day look like? not based on what I think others value as success, but what I deem successful. And when I kind of started shifting it that way, I could have two or three things on my list for the day, or I could have 20 things on there. As long as I know that, like, I did my best, like, it works out and it's helped me so much. I want to tell you, this ball field schedule is crazy. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for that, mm Mm it would be surprise day after day I'd be like, oh we got a game you know yeah and that's how I used to live because of my ADD it was just easier to be in the moment be like oh crap and then yeah. r- rush and go but now I'm just like ahead and I feel
0: better I feel like I'm still in the rushing stage that would like an itinerary or me just like writing down things would be so much easier you'll have to text me um her name yes. again I
1: got you. I got I'm got you. i definitely in that
0: stage where I'm like, I don't like I do. Feel like I'm just like yelling all the time. And I'm like, by the time we get home, they're asleep. So like whatever happened before the ball field, as far as like them getting in trouble, me getting overstimulated, me yelling. And I'm like, whatever wow, happened, we never mama. have. Yeah. Like we never yeah. have time to talk about it. And I'm very big on like apologizing. Like early, yeah. <laughs> earlier, earlier Bo would not like, we stopped at food line and Bo was like upside down in his car seat, like unbuckled. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm getting my croc." And I'm like, "Get!" I was, I was like, "Get your ass back in your car seat and yeah. buckle." And Chevy's like, mom you don't have to cuss at him." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god <laughs> So then I'm like, like "Ah!" Yeah. Oh, like, I was like, "You're right." Like, you are right. Like, Bo, I'm sorry. Please sit in your seat. And I'm like, "Like call." Like Chevy is always so quick to correct me or call me out and I'm like but I'm very big on like apologizing or like reflecting letting them know like you know what the issue was making sure they understand but sometimes I don't have time to just like do all that so if something happens on the way to the ballpark or something they're asleep on the way home and I'm like I don't know like you said like you want to be excited you want to be not yelling all the time and I'm definitely there Now I'm not worried about what you're doing next door in your house and what you have done, how clean your house is like, I need to really focus on me and mine in this stage of my life.
1: And also not being worried about others opinions, because if somebody comes in your house and it's dirty, don't think she's the mess. They chose to show up at the end of the day. And it's just how you feel. And that's one of the bigger things that like, I had to really be like, okay, am I happy? Yeah no okay how do i fix it how do i give myself happiness and if that's Mm -hmm. taking five minutes to fold the laundry just so i can feel like i did it like i'll do it but um i i totally understand because same having three kids having three dynamics one always calls me out um every time and (laughs) i'm a cusser i really am and then, then i've had to redirect and learn gentle parenting yes but also we don't know how to gentle parent because we don't know how to gently talk to ourselves either Mm -hmm. you know that's a big thing and when I started learning how to talk to myself better it made
0: it easier for me to be
1: able to talk to my kids and it's it's really the truth like when you become like more whole in yourself Mm -hmm. like you become whole all around you yeah
0: it just I tell overdue. um I told Shane this all the time, like, growing up, like, my dad, he didn't, like, spank us, didn't do any, if he did, it was just, like, like, it didn't hurt, like, it was just, like, a little pop or something, I don't know, but he would yell and scream, and, like, he still, to this day, will yell and scream if he gets uh-huh. mad, and I'm, like, I cannot stand, like, sometimes, you know, like, I lose my cool, I yell or I scream, and I'm, like, oh, gosh, like, I, well, I won't say I scream, because, I'm uh, a yeller. Yeah, um, like I very I much call, yell. Obviously. Yeah, yeah I'm a so yeller. I'm like, I'll yell or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I will try to catch myself, but then it's like if Shane yells, I'm like, uh-uh, no, like Please something not. about like yeah, like he like that triggers me, and like don't yeah. do that, to, don't do that to my kids, and he's like, immediately, he's like I'm they're really my gonna... kids too, and I'm like I know, but like, he's like no. you yell all the time, I'm like yeah, but I feel like they don't really, it's they don't really, they don't listen to me, they you don't know? really take me seriously, but you yes. like. That, that will trigger them when they get older. Like, you don't yell at
1: Yeah, I would rather <laughs> them be like, this? my mom was such a bitch. Rather than them be, like, <laughs> yeah. scared every time they hear a man yell. Yeah. It's like,
0: you
1: know, it's a whole different type mm-hmm. of PTSD. I'm right there with them. I know. I, I'm like, uh-uh, whose house are you yelling in? It's my
0: house. Yeah, like, <laughs> my mom, like, she was a big apologizer. and used to annoy me so bad. Like, I was, I'd be, like, middle and high school, and she'd get on to me, and then she'd come in there later and, like, I'm so sorry and I was like I'd be like I knew you were coming in here to apologize like whatever and I'd get so annoyed with her now like I'm that mom yeah i like same. I need them to know that like I'm sorry I'm gonna be wrong yeah yeah
1: and it's okay and that's the biggest thing we're showing them like I love that you have that because that's gonna create like such a generational thing mm-hmm. where they're gonna apologize to their kids because you know I didn't have that I was kind of a parent for or a co-parent with my grandma for my brothers so
0: yeah
1: um it was very difficult and um we were fine, like cats and dogs we did fist fighting every day after school you know <laughs> it, was, it was it so when when I started learning how to apologize to them and it was so weird because I was like nobody ever apologized to me yuck like what is yeah. this But now they're able to be like, Hey, I'm sorry I did something wrong and they're like Yeah. They are so willing to accept it and just like
0: Are you, um what do you think? So I've like heard this and like I get I don't know. I feel like I'm this way too, but I don't know. How do you feel about um like your kids apologizing? Like if they don't mean it?
1: Oh. I'm like, well, take it, shove it up your ass, because that meant nothing. I uh, straight <laughs> up, like, I will, I'll, I'll call it out, and like, I should be better about this, but I'm very just like, okay, that was bullshit. So like, when you feel like you can mean it, yes. I would love for you to come back. Yeah. So then, go ahead and.
0: I'm separate. very much like, if you're gonna say it, mean it. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna say what we mean around here. We're if you say it, you're gonna do it. If you like, Yeah Like we're gonna hold you accountable because that's what we're doing in this house and so I'm like like you know Bo will hit Chevy or something and I'm like say you're sorry and he's like no I'm like why and he's like I don't want to like I I wanted to do that like I wanted to hit him so like why am I gonna apologize for it and I'm like oh my gosh like okay like
1: I just (laughs) wish you would apologize for hurting. I'm like okay
0: like do not apologize if you number one do not think you did anything wrong or like you don't think that you know, like if you're not gonna mean it, don't apologize. But yeah. also, see it from your brother's standpoint. You just walked up and punched him in the arm, and like he's hurting. So, like you think about that, and most of the time, Bo comes back and he's like, oh. like, I, are you okay? I'm sorry, I hurt you. And I'm like, yeah. like he he's not sorry for punching you, but he's sorry it hurt. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know all about that. That's- I'm like, well, ah. I'm sorry
1: you took it that way. I'm like, first of all, don't gaslight me, son. Like, yeah. you better quit. Like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely get that. I
0: yeah. Or that. like um, my kids was sharing. Like, I feel so bad sometimes because at the ballpark, kids are like, Finley won't share her Barbies. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm really sorry, but those are her Barbies. Like, oh, yeah. they're not we mine. Don't I don't like, no, I don't do that anymore. I used to be. I'm really like, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to force her to give you something that she doesn't want you to play with. Like, that's hers. I'm. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm so could you imagine if I walked up to you and I was like, Give me your phone
0: and you're like, No. And <laughs> you're
1: yeah. like, okay, but you're not sharing. Yeah. It's like kind of the same principle. Like at what yeah. point in our adult life do we have to share other than if we're down on our luck and like uh-huh. share our last burger? You know, like it's never that serious because yeah. then for us to put that kind of stigma on them is so weird. Like and I didn't learn that until walker was about four and i was like all right guys at this point i mean we have three of
0: everything like go play with your own yeah. like on." I, I read a post on facebook and when chevy was probably like three or four like because i used to you know like we're gonna share like you're gonna be nice and i read this post and it was like if you took your kid you know you take your kid to the park and he brings this one truck that it's, is his like he loves it and he's not actively playing with it but he's holding it and somebody walks up and like you're just gonna tell your kid to give that to somebody else, and nah, it's like no, yeah, like I'm sorry. not, no, like, and so that i read like read that perspective and I'm like you know what that's so true, like, no, like we don't have to share, we don't have to give you our things. And so this little girl that I did not know, she was like, um, <laughs> she's like your daughter will not share her Barbie car, and it was sitting in front of me, and I said I'm really sorry, but like those are those are her toys, it's hers, I'm sorry, and she was like um okay well I'm gonna play with it and try to take off with it and I was like no ma'am like it's hers if she said you cannot play with it then I'm sorry and uh she was like well tell her to share and I was like um no ma'am like she's riding her scooter she put her toys here so that you would not get them and she doesn't want to share so like I'm not gonna make her share I'm sorry it's so (laughs) difficult when I'm like I apologize but
1: other parenting style than you yeah Oh, listen, in my house, no is a full sentence. If I said Mm no, that's it. I had uh, Ethan's cousin invited them to a birthday party. And I said, yeah, sure, go. Um, And then they called and said, well, hey, can you bring them? I said, nope, I'm, I'm on my way to go do something. Well, his cousin, she messaged me, same age, and was like, why can't you bring them? I was like, okay. It's like, hey, if I said no, that's bottom line. The like You end. don't need
0: an explanation, sorry. Like,
1: like, I'm so sorry, but at the end of the day, no is no. And her mom called me with love and was like, is everything okay? I was like, hey, I'm just going to explain it to you. So matter of fact, no is a full sentence in my house. And that's not me to say that anything's going on over there. But if I say no what I meant there's always a reason behind it I don't always have to explain myself I do in the end but no way and sometimes you've got to be like that for other people to be like that makes sense I get that I can adapt that I can get that because you're establishing boundaries because at some point your children are going to grow up and they're going to be told no and then they're going to try to negotiate and leeway and all of that we have to teach them that every person has boundaries and Mm -hmm. that. yes no whatever in every aspect is so essential
0: I say this all the time like we're raising our kids to be adults we're not raising our kids to just be kids like we're raising adults essentially we want good decent human beings around here amen
1: So, to keep the conversation going, we're going to have you on Two Without a Clue, uh, which airs this Friday on yes. all streaming platforms. So, just partnering, girly talk up, uh, you can find... My podcast on Instagram and Facebook, also the several businesses I've mentioned, I make churps and cakes, I know, <laughs> please buy from me, <laughs> um, I I own a bakery, uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook as Three Layers Bakery, and also my customs business at You and Mine Designs, uh, definitely feel free to reach us out, and I'm so glad we did this, I cannot wait I to, for us to talk again.
0: I know, me too all right okay. y'all it looks like that's all the time we have if you have not followed us on instagram and facebook please follow us there we are at girly talk podcast if you have not subscribed to us you can do that on all streaming platforms thank y'all yeah. for listening bye